Greetings, everybody out there in Dreamland. Namaste and Shalom. I am your host from the third coast, the Beyond Top Secret Texan. You are listening to the Beyond Top Secret Texan podcast, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart, most sincerely, listeners new and old, for supporting me, for giving me your time, because time is most precious. It's more valuable than gold. And I absolutely, you know, I cannot express that enough and extend that enough uh, that I am deeply appreciative for this um, interest and and enthusiasm you guys are having. Um, I encourage you to share these broadcasts uh, with your social media and your, you know, Groups such as your Facebook groups, etc. Uh, I have been banned from Facebook. I am very active on Instagram, so you feel free to repost anything I post on Instagram, and that's going to be at Beyond Top Secret Texan. Um, you know, share this podcast with anyone who, uh, like on Reddit, etc., any of those social forums like 4chan. Um, definitely, definitely check out the uh, new TikTok. That I made TikTok uh, at Beyond Top Secret Texan. I'm going to start uploading a lot of the evidence that I receive uh, via emails in my my contacts, as well as uh, the personally find in my own research. Um, perfect for the TikTok format, and absolutely encourage you guys to follow me on there. So that's going to be TikTok at Beyond Top Secret Texan. Um, trying to spread out and cover as many fronts as possible with this information, with this truth. And definitely looking forward to uh, participating in the conspiracy slash truth world of the TikTok uh, community. Even though it was much vilified around 2019 to 2020, and uh, obviously the propaganda was that it was an extremely immature uh, and, uh, and kind of... Uh, absurd social media phenomenon, but it's actually a very, um, you know, super popular, democratically, you know, selected uh, app amongst the people of the world. So it's very third world, it's very international, and so it's very encouraging to be able to reach uh, thousands and millions of people, you know, potentially over the lifetime of this channel and the future of this uh platform, you know, definitely can benefit from um, this new TikTok branch of mine, the TikTok division of the Beyond Top Secret Texan uh, campaign, truth campaign, basically, the citizen journalism campaign, but that's neither uh, a necessity nor um, a variety, because if you're already listening to this, then... I'm sure you've already followed and subscribed and left likes and, and thumbs up on all the social media that I have, including YouTube. It's the Beyond Top Secret Texan YouTube channel. Um, it's Beyond Top Secret Texan podcast on the YouTube. And I post uh, videos, things like that, uh, previews of this. I have 360 archived video essays on the Secret Space Program, on the uh, world of extraterrestrials, uh, top secret government programming, uh, I mean programs, um, 
you know, classified events, um, notions of psychology, concepts of real-world integration of, 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 you know, esoteric topics into these systems, uh, explanations of the ancient mystery schools, and it goes on and on the list of things I cover, everything from cryptozoology to cryptocurrency. And so, from Quetzalcoatl to QAnon, and definitely encourage you guys to check out that YouTube channel. 360 plus videos and counting I upload regularly when I'm not suspended or on probation. And uh, definitely, you know, answer all the comments, review every single comment, and know. So, if you want to contact me, that's a good way to do it. Today, we're going to be speaking with and casually interviewing a UFO eyewitness and contactee from Montana. This is a uh, kind of an impromptu thing, but I think that it's really interesting because I was doing some research on Montana and uh, Eastern Oregon where the Rocky Mountains divide going into that place of Canada. I believe it's Saskatchewan and Alberta in that area. And uh, basically the, the spine of the Rocky Mountains as it goes up into um, uh, you know, into those upper western states as being the central headquarters on Earth, or at least in America, for the solar warden uh, programming it, uh, programs and the Earth Alliance programs in America. So, hopefully it's going to be a very informative um, conversation as well as, you know, just a little um, chance at getting someone who was a native, who knew the land, who can tell us about these experiences. I remember always, this channel is always open to interviewing the everyday person, to giving them um, dignity and respect as they bring forth their experiences and their eyewitness testimony. Uh, independent creators, amateurs, uh, at the same time, citizens who are not in this field, who have personal experiences to share, uh, can remain anonymous as they do so, as is the case here. And uh, this uh, eyewitness uh, chooses to go by the name of V. Like I said, it, confidentiality, discretion is uh, absolutely acceptable because these matters are very, um, very uh, controversial. And I understand it entirely the uh, stresses of anyone who would go, you know, step forth and uh, give their testimony. So now we're going to be getting into it speaking to V about her experiences witnessing UFOs while living in Montana. Thank you all very much for your patience. Thank you in advance. Let's get into it. Namaste and shalom. Oh, thank you, thank you. No, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Um, I don't have my studio green screen or anything set up, so I was like, ah... And, and plus, my internet's super slow lately. And last time I tried to, yeah, video chat, it was lagging so much that it was, like, impossible. And, you know, instead of going through that headache again, um, 
it's easier just to because I was recording the audio anyway. Yeah. yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. Exactly. So I mean, it's also a lot less pressure. I feel like when I, whenever we do a Zoom call, people are more interested in like, uh, like self, they're self-conscious. You know what I'm saying? And it's oh, like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like lately, I've just been so used to talking to people that way. Like for me, like, but you know what? It is kind of nice just to have a phone call. I think that way it's easier to stay focused. Yeah, exactly. I think people get distracted, and not only that, it's it's always more a matter of getting it to work right than actually like enjoying just doing it and it's like yeah there yeah. is a lot of tinkering and like bullshit like that yeah mm, exactly it is, it's and just and then like shit slows down like really like my shit every now and then I need a new laptop this thing is a piece of crap and I think it's just literally it cause like I have really nice internet here and for a while it was working well but this laptop sucks so no yeah I hate this job Oh yeah, and it's just like I've done a lot of I've done group chats, I've done um, the one on ones and stuff since starting the podcast and the whole YouTube thing, and it's like um, I think I've lost hours of takes, you know, just adding up all the little takes that went wrong, the freezes, the glitches, and stuff like that. Uh uh-uh, uh, we don't got time for that. That's what, exactly, and I was all like, man, I needed more. Real- and so you have to go old school. You have to do, like, lo-fi. There's no, there's no point for it even, really. Because, I mean, I think that we've all just gotten so used to doing that whole FaceTime thing where it's, like... My background is, like, is, in, uh, is in recording, is in music and, and audio recording and production. So it's it's kind yeah, exactly. of... exactly. So it's, like, it's not necessary for that. Exactly. It's more natural for me to just record the sound and the audio. Because that's, totally. that's what people are listening to. Exactly. It's it's just so easier. Um, it's so um, easy, much easier on like the bandwidth and on the internet itself. You know, at the end of the day, it's just a wiser choice. But yeah, yeah I um, just like beat my internet up, dude. Like I'm using that shit. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm saying that's one of those things where you, you start factoring that in because you know we're, we're adults, and so you had to be like. Yeah. I, that's like exactly you said to do bandwidth, and you're like, what? And you're like, exactly, what's bandwidth? Yeah. Um, no, it's uh... no, exactly, and like I, it, it's so many different things that you can factor into, but you know, it's just let's go old school, let's just record lo-fi uh, well, recording. The, thing, but the simplest way. I like wish it should be. There's no need for anything else. Exactly. I wish uh, computers still took cassettes. Oh my god, don't get me started. I love that shit. There should be a cassette uh, plug-in for computers that goes to the USB drive, but it's a cassette yeah, player on the outside, so you can play cassettes. On a cassette, yeah. upload it onto your computer so it has a like, nice sound. Yeah, exactly. There's just something about cassettes. And um, I know everyone's in the... Yeah, then you can just easily like, mass-produce them. I, well, I know everyone's into LPs, and everyone's like, oh, music sounds so much better on vinyl, and I'm like... I'm over that, I'm over that. cassettes. <laughs> cassettes. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sorry, but, like, vinyl, like, it's just, they're so much sturdier, a cassette. It's sturdier, and, like, they're cuter. I love, like, a little cassette, like, holder. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Everything about cassettes are kind of superior to, like, vinyl to me. You can listen to them in your car, like... Exactly, and like, um, there's something very street about cassette mixtapes. Oh my god, yeah, like, my friend used to make little, like, mixtapes. 
tapes for like you know friends for any kind of thing and it's just like the cutest it's so thoughtful you can like feel them but you know they made that you know I exactly don't know. So I know. it's weird it's so weird but it's, to- cool. it's like nostalgia at the same time futuristic and it's like punk no, you're but not just, it's like, sending bullshit from a lap- I don't know the internet it's like not related to the internet really yeah, it, exactly. It's just, it's one of those things that it, it in itself uh, was the last analog. It's like VHS tapes. It's like people don't know what it's like to go to a, a movie a rental place and get a physical VHS or a DVD and then, like, have to return it. <laughs> like, it, there's a lot of trust in, in, in that, that exchange. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, be kind of crazy, Ryan, and shit. Blockbuster like, believed in people. I love, I, like, miss video rental stores and, like, all that. Oh, my God. But you know what's so funny? I honestly saw, like, a red box, you know, the little, like, mm-hmm. those, like, DVD rental things that you usually see at, like, a pharmacy. And, like, I was, like, those are obsolete. <laughs> and I hated to think that because that's kind of, like, the last installment of, like, video rental, you know? Yes, and I think, so- uh, <laughs> I remember when the red box came out and I was, like, this is kind of weird. Who would ever use a red box? Because this is also at a time when, like, you know, Netflix still gave DVDs in the mail and stuff. Them. Well, I mean, like, I started using them, too, at one point, and I was all like, oh, now I yeah, get it. Like, I'm at rock bottom when I'm looking through a Steven Seagal movie that was made in 2017 on Redbox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've done that recently? No, I mean, like, I get it, where you're like, where some, you know, you're just like, you're like... Wait, that's really funny. I just, I haven't even looked at the selections on red boxes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You might like, show us situations like... Five years or so, maybe even more, but, like, it's just so cute, because my, I don't know, my family, but, like, I don't know, do you want a red box? Maybe, like, that was, like, very, like, almost weekly thing. It's just a very, uh, it, it, it I don't even know, it's like, because laptops don't have DVD trays, um, yeah, none no. of my devices can actually play a DVD currently. Yeah, I don't own anything to play a DVD on, either. No, exactly. Like I, my cell phone, it's obviously. It's kind of an annoying for some things because, like, there's certain like films that you just cannot fucking like stream online. Like, no matter how hard you search, or if you do, it's like gonna give your computer AIDS or something. You know. Oh yeah, and um, the days of like pirate streaming are well over, and I've noticed that totally. too. 10 years ago, because I'm on this weird decade nostalgia kick where I'm like, man, 10 years ago, like that kind of era in a person's life that slowed down her oh, no, spiral yeah. into like. I think about that a lot too, because I'm in my later 20s, and I'm like, that well, what was a... just, like, I felt like that was so. Should have been just yesterday, but no, I feel the time. Exactly. Like, what am I going to do? Like, uh, start like a like, fucking, um, you know, Super Furry Animals cover band? <laughs> like. Oh my god. That's no, not like I 10 years ago, nostalgia is kicking in hard. But um, I was thinking about the days of Pirate Bay, the days of yeah, like. Pirate Bay is exactly what I was just thinking of because there was like a porno or something like that. Yeah. Like, a, you know, like demonoid. a demonoid. Demonoid. A hipster girl would sleep with you to get a demonoid invite. Oh my god. That's what I was saying. Wait, like, you remember what? days like that when guys would just walk around with like terabytes of music? Because you could yeah. do that. Well, and just other sit there people and like download. that have power over the porn like that. Oh yeah, uh, movies, all that stuff. I, I, I don't say it's bad. Yeah, I saw some like of the a best. Lot of digging to find certain porns, like mm-hmm. I'll have like some things saved away that are like the comments to a link on like you know a blog, like you know like. Oh yeah, 
And not only that, the fucked up stuff, too, because obviously I can't, you know, whitewash that part of it. You know, the the Wild West days of the internet, like squid in the vagina, um, <laughs> all that shit. That's what I'm saying, like, stuff that you can't find now because cause God yeah. hates it. But you could find it back then. <laughs> and it would, exactly, like, it would be, like, just the most messed up stuff, and people would have, like, compilations of it. And yeah, they would. I mean, remember like websites, and I mean now this is just going in a different direction because I mean I don't like too too fucked up a porno, even though I like to watch it, but I don't jerk off to it. You know what I mean? Oh, like, exactly. I just, like, no, it's really just like, like curiosity thing. Yeah, it's a curiosity yeah, yeah. thing. It's a, it's so, a like, curious. Like there's like e fucked or like you know what yes. is what is that one? Something gore. A best gore. Um, then you had ogreish. Then you had. Um, Early lively. Like, uh, watch people die. Yeah. It used to be a thing, and like I honestly like would check it out. Out of curiosity, it didn't satisfy me. It just like kind of like was I just was like, oh, that happens. Like it's just nice to know, and honestly, like it's made me a little bit more cautious. No, it's a very. You know? I know it's a very intense thing, but it's very, uh, very much our generation's idea of what like our our idea of like because porn isn't a porn anymore. Really, it's not like a, a bad thing. Porn? Like very soft now. Yeah, it's well, it's not even like a taboo thing. You can listen, you can watch hardcore weird porno and still be mainstream. So the weird thing in yeah, our yeah. culture, like you can't tell anyone about, is gore, and everyone watches it. You know, everyone's seen the person's head get sawn off. Everyone's seen yeah, yeah, people get blown up, but no one wants to talk about it. That's something that people will deny. And I like to talk about it, and like, oh yeah, I, I sometimes I like, like I get embarrassed. Exactly. No, exactly. Like, That's the thing where you start I'll feeling ashamed people, about. Like, I'll know who my person is if like they've seen the video too, or like uh-huh. if the way they react to it. Like if they're like, oh, don't even say that. And or if I they're, was like, actually, I want to know more. Like I, I was very addicted into it and very much, um, you know, because it's a cha- it's a it's testing your machismo. You know, it's testing that nihilistic, uh, true detective Matthew McConaughey fucking, you know, psycho and all of us that, you know, we're good people still, but we're all into the darkness, we're into the abyss, you know, it's staring back at us, and you, and I'd see, like, crime scene photos, of, like, real serial killer tapes, things like that, yeah, like, and and I realized there's that world out there that was very much 2000. Is this, like, why can't we, like, why is it kind of, like, you know, socially unacceptable to be macabre no exactly it's macabre no it's, there's a whole culture into it very it, there's a whole world into it and you realize that you're like oh and I'm not a guy who would be like oh I want to buy like John Wayne Gacy's paintings no I mean that's there are people like that no there are exactly there are people into like, that shit but like I'm and like it's, it's I love like I find it like you know just fascinating and like yeah. really fun to Fun or like like learn about because it you know it makes you go like wow like that's the world like that actually is like kind of things oh. that happen in the world and so maybe like and it's not know, even new why does everybody make like things no. that aren't like sunshine and rainbows like not like you know, no, it's not oh. even new. There, once you start going into like the deep uh, vintage of it, Faces of Death, that was a popular one. Um, old documentaries, they didn't give a fuck. They would show you what's up, like Blood on the Highway. Oh, oh, They'd yeah, be like, if yeah. you get drunk and drive, you're gonna die on the road. And it's gonna look like this. No, I remember. I remember. <laughs> it's um, look like this. And you're like, and, uh, Damn. Uh, yeah, in Driver's Ed, they they made us watch that. In exactly. It, it's yeah. It's, yeah. Like, exactly. Like, more, it, we're more retro in that but aspect. But the sex education was crap. 
Well, okay, there's a movie called Mondo Cane, and it's Italian. It's like, you know, international, like, everyone in the Western world has, like, you know, you can, you can watch this stuff, because everyone has snuff movies, or these documentaries, or, like, these weird shit, where they're like, oh, watch this monkey so get eaten like, by a crocodile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's like, on the Discovery some, Channel. Yeah, this is a like, limit. Like, yeah, it's, very much in nature. It's fucked up when it gets to, like, people, though, like, killing animals. Like, it was really hard to watch, um, Cannibal Holocaust. Yes. When they killed the, uh, boar. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I'm going outside. <laughs> no, I, I, what the Cannibal Holocaust where they killed the animal? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Is this too windy? Is the bad? Oh no, it's not windy at all. I I can't hear anything. Okay. I thought you had actually frozen up. Oh no, it was like my Wi-Fi. I had to like switch from Wi-Fi to data. No, we can see where you. Yeah, but uh, no, I totally get it. Like, yeah, there's like totally movies where you just like watch them like actually just, nuts. like kill them. or like yeah, I love those kind of documentaries. So, well, that's not a documentary, but like there are actual like you can watch things that are very similar. It, I, I'm not saying you're supposed to enjoy it. I didn't say I ever enjoyed it. It makes you feel. Alive, but in a terrible way, because it brings up all these weird adrenaline uh, shock uh, emotions, you know. Like yeah, I guess it makes you feel like, oh my god, what if that were me? Like especially the witnesses is always what I think about some of the tragedies, like in you know just like very gory, like not even just gory, just like you know yeah. one moment you're like a perfect, oh, no. you know. Yeah, it's not something that you're enjoying. Being, and then the very next, you're just like. Yeah, it's not oh, something that you're, like, giggling about when you watch it. It's something that you're getting into, like, a no, weird meditative space. It's an intense emotion that you feel, and yeah. it just makes you, like, in awe. You're just like, my it, God, like, life is so precious. Life, no, it, it's much more of a life thing. And I, I think I've always rationalized it by saying men, uh, for thousands of years, killed each other with swords and, you know, killed animals uh, daily. Yeah. I was like, like, this is how men express that and so they didn't have to need to seek it out but even then it, men have always hung like public executions have been super popular um, oh yeah I mean people would stay up in England or whatever and get drunk and stay up all yeah. night drinking and, you and know, stay it, up in time for like you know to wait mm-hmm. for like you know they want the best spot for the execution hunting hunting is the same thing it's, it's just uh, men going out purposely when they don't need to just to trophy kill and it's this weird it's a macabre it's a macabre idea of society because it's nature like you said but we're not natural uh, anymore yeah I when I grew up in Montana it was like very normalized I was you know I was a kid and I was very into hunting when I was a kid and um now I'm I'm like disgusted by it and all the people there I think they're mostly kind of like conservative it was uh referred to as like you know population control and it made, like, some sense to me because it's, like, here's where, you know, or, like, kind of animal like that, like, sometimes out in the streets or, like, you know, getting hit by cars. And so I kind of saw that as a way to maybe validate it. I still don't think it's, like, very, it's whatever. But um, mm-hmm. I think especially, like, people that hunt exotic animals. Yes. It, well, it, it's all macabre, in my opinion, that the idea, no, it is. It regardless, is. even fishing. Now I'm a vegetarian. I mean, I don't even... Yeah, even even fishing though is is very much the idea that you're you, you're just trophy or sport killing or thrill killing, and it's thrill killing. Yeah, it, it's definitely just be like a me man. Look how like 
tough I am, I like fucking killed an animal and exactly. now look at it. No, exactly. Um, there, there's no this one, idea no of like machismo like, hardwiring. Yeah. They would like literally shoot drugged quail. Like yep. they would drug the quails so they couldn't even fly away from them. Yep. They had to like literally slow down these animals. They like drug these animals at these places for them to shoot. Like that is so pathetic. They, That's uh, so pathetic. Yeah, they they Salt Lake train deer in Texas. That's a big thing for tourists because uh, city guys, things like that. Can, Wait, they're like come kill a deer. Yeah, so they'll get a Salt Lake, right? And they'll place it there all year. And the deer gets normalized, you know, to go up to the Salt Lake to lick the salt. And then the it's deer blind. And then one that's day there's going to be a guy there. I think that's not even macabre. That is more Exactly. No, I'm saying that's not a... It's like hunting is... I'm not saying hunting and you're visioning like a man and like the snow uh, stalking a deer with a bow and arrow. No, I'm saying like just fat white people who go shoot a deer. I mean, there's plenty of female hunters that like do the same thing. No, uh, exactly. For sure. But it is, like, definitely a show of, like, masculinity. Mm, and it's this weird power trip. No, that's a lot of it, even in the watching or the spectating of gore, is a power trip. And I believe that's, like, the whole Roman aspect of it. Like, you know, they yeah. used to go watch people, like, prisoners go get executed, Christians fed to lions, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh There's my God. no what idea of sportsmanship to it. It's uh, just slaughter on an entertainment scale. It was scale. entertaining for them. Like, yeah. they just see, like... They're they're really satisfied by like the loss of life and like the stakes mm-hmm. there. It's just like uh, it just gets them off. I don't know. Exactly, it just in some weird way gets them off. And it, it, yeah, and that's it the very macabre it, aspect. Of it. Yeah, I'm definitely not watching it out of uh, like kind of sport or like you know that kind of like. It's not like I'm like fuck yeah, that guy just got his whole dick like you know shoved into his like you know I don't know like. <laughs> It's just, like, shove something up their asshole, kill them, blah, 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 you know? It's not like people are watching that and going, like, fuck, yeah, that's so sick, that's so cool. No, exactly, and I don't think that there really are. I do think, though, it's a kind of, like, trading card system where people are, like... And I have seen this before because I've gone on 4chan since 2004, you know? I'm a long-timer... Um, I never seen 4chan, internet. but I was on... Reddit, and I would see 4chan. So. Oh, okay, see, that, there's a big divide between Reddit being so enormously popular, but 4chan having, like, the street cred being OG, because, you know, it's been it's yeah. like 15 plus I years of 4chan. Yeah. It. It's, uh, it's pretty retarded, I'm not gonna lie, and I mean that yeah. with the most hate possible. I mean, Reddit's <laughs> retarded too, and it's, like, super oh, yeah. fucked up. The internet's retarded. Let's not let's not yeah, lose like, that's why, like, that's why I just like to jerk off internet. into it. Like that's why I just like to just kind of do whatever I want because mm-hmm. it's all fucking retarded and it doesn't matter. Exactly, and, and that, that's a big part of it is that um, it is it had the name the Internet Hate Machine for a reason, and that's because it was like obviously the worst, of the worst. And when the aliens have warned us of technology. Well, what's weird about that is that it's actually a really good place to go for that kind of stuff. And I know it's yeah. weird. It's like, um... It's like a Catch-22. Well, I mean, no. Like, some of the pages are just fucking full of just... You don't even want to go there because it's just stupid. And, like, some of them are filled with just, like, you know, nerds talking about endlessly about stuff that you couldn't ever care about. And I'm not trying to, like, shame them or anything, but they do have, like, a pony board for the My Little Pony discussions that, like... 
So you, wait, the what ponies? The My Little Pony. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Nothing, like, oh, not oh, everything oh, on like 4chan. The there's, like, brony pages. Yeah, not everything on 4chan yeah, for yeah, everybody no, there's else. There's, like, all kinds of, like, just really fucking gay and retarded. Yes, and, that's like, what I'm honestly, saying. honestly, like, they also have this vibe to them that's, like, very, like, I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. are a little, like, pedophilic. That's what I'm saying. Is that Not yeah? Always, it's gotten a lot better than it's been softened out and and rounded out, and because of all the SJWs that have shown up. But back in the day, it. damn, it was just like fucking bonkers. <laughs> like I can't put a word. It was ludicrous. It just how much. Oh my god. Exactly. It would just like you'd spend like all afternoon on it after high school and just be like at night lying awake at night with your eyes open looking at the ceiling going what the fuck is going on in this planet like wh- what do I even start like how do I like how this- does this exist <laughs> like, how do I make sense of this <laughs> yeah and like honestly like I like to make like most any like you can make most anything like if you want to you can make something into something it's not like Pepe the frog like a good example or whatever but, like, I don't know. That's what I said. Like, the whole Pepe point, thing is when it started is. becoming mainstream. That's what I was like. It's on the news, and you're like, you're looking at now, like, they're talking about, like, the 4chan hacker, Anonymous. And that like, that was a thing. I remember when that was new, and that's already been, like, a 10 year old thing. Honestly, I get so hyped up about hiker. I not hiker, hype, <laughs> hacker. Yes, Anonymous. <laughs> Sorry, that's a big part of it. I got, like, an update, and I got distracted. Um, yeah, hacker news, though. Like, that whole, like, uh, dark side shit was so retarded. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was saying. Like, this is the like, same. what a good job. Like, honestly, though. The forum that brought us Anonymous, the forum that was the, um, because the internet chance, machine, I... really is ultimately just a bunch of people trying to, like, one-up each other and... Just... Yeah, but then the, the thing about it is, like, it, like, you know how things perpetuate themselves it's like when people are like it's like when incels like not just even incels there are people that hate people and then yes. they get validated for hating people oh, and no, then they like their hate towards a specific group of people and then you see them like literally live broadcasting no, you know exactly. like killing people and like, it's the one upping and then it, it gets to that point mm-hmm. and that's why it's like it makes sense when people say like you know do we you know I, I understand why it's like controversial I don't really know what the right thing to do there is no, exactly. Now, the idea that it, it used to be controversial for the simple shake of being controversial. It was, like, absolutely um, just making people, like, it, it shocked. You know, it was just shocking people. Now it's been streamlined with the Pepes and with Pole and with the politi- political stuff and then with all the weird little subcultures, like you said, the, the furries, the... Yeah, uh, I literally, like, followed a subreddit poll that, like, literally just posts recaps from that 4chan, I think. Yeah, and that's what it more, it's more now that days... I, mean, I remember when it used to be anonymous, when it used to be hackers, when it used to be, like, people who were just mean and vile and, like, racist as fuck and just, like, they didn't care. There was no limit. There was yeah, no they all validated each other. So exactly. Like, they're in their own little bubble of, like, just hate. That's what I was saying. It was just, it was, it was called the Internet Hate Machine for a reason. And that's why I think a lot of it was desensitized. Oh, I can't even say that word now. Yeah, basically, you got hardened to a lot of stuff. And so that's what I said about the one-upmanship. It was no longer even like a, like a sane discussion. It was like a bunch of insane people trying to be crazier than everyone else. And you know what's funny? I'm going to segue. 
It's like I've been treated like I'm stupid for like believing in like UFOs and shit, and like also like you know even deeper into that. Like by people, like they they like kind of like either just think you're kind of crazy. like I don't know. I've had some people like respond to it well, but like some people will just be like, "You're crazy," mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of like, "So wait." I know that we think that all of them are crazy, but it's just like I wish that there was more of like an opening, like an open mind around people for that. Yeah, I it think it's like not it's the same there. conversation. The idea of having a UFO experience, and that's a good segue. I like how you did that there. Um, no, like so yeah, let's get into the UFO experience. Um, well, by the way, would you like to introduce yourself now that we're already a half an hour into talking? <laughs> oh yeah, no uh, Yeah, uh, go uh, ahead. Introduce bye. yourself. Uh, how to get in touch with you? Any social media? Anything at all? Just you have the floor. Okay. Um, hi, I'm Bye. Um, I guess I'm mostly just like a shit poster um, and an online entertainer. Um, you can follow me at Bad Girl No Bone. Uh, there's like a dot between the Bad Girl and No Bone, and then 404. Um, yeah. <laughs> No, I think they're. I think you uh, are are one of the best shit posters in the game. One of my favorite micro niche internet celebrities. Thank you. Yeah, it's very like honestly, I don't have like it's kind of pathetic. I'm like, yeah, I have like 200 followers. Um, <laughs> well, because your account got shut down. down. Your old account got shut down, didn't it? Yeah, but it, it didn't even. I don't think it even had more than 400. Hey, micro niche internet celebrity, right? <laughs> Uh, all you got in this world is a meme page. Your account, honestly, I love. I, I think I started following you on that one. Um, and I don't even know how we started following each other, but I noticed, like, like I saw, I messaged you because I saw the whole thing about Grimes being a Venusian. Mm-hmm. And I had been telling my friends, like, back last October, I didn't know anything about that. I hadn't really been looking more into things, even though, like, I watched that, the phenomenon the UFO documentary last year and it made me feel really valid and it also got my mind going but um well, thank you. I like was literally messaging my friends just like okay Grimes is an alien it all makes sense like he must be some sort of alien princess or something getting married to like not only one of the most powerful like richest men in the world but he's already talking about like colonizing Mars mm-hmm. etc like there just seems something to be going on there because she's also just so she's so foreign no, exactly, like, and I would like to, uh, you know, obviously uh, tell you uh, thank you for, for following me and for liking my page and everything. Um, quick question. Uh, okay, so when, I say, when your friends told you that you were crazy, I don't want to kind of repeat those words, but did, is it because you told them the experience or is it because they couldn't imagine it? Were they oh, just... Oh, oh, it's not all of my friends. In fact, a lot of my friends believe and they like not only believe but they're like um you know like excited about it or like they think like it's on to something and also like they watch like the documentary and they are like very supportive and like interested in this whole thing but um there's just like some people where um they're usually not as close to me honestly like if you if you don't fuck with aliens you're not that close to me um besides (laughs) my ex i don't know he like no that's absolutely the case he'd be like shut up that's stupid like no you didn't like there's a scientific explanation the reason I ask like, is because I haven't, I haven't uh, really had any outsiders to this issue in my life in a long time. And, like, I don't know if that's still an, an opinion people have. Because back in my day, people would just tell you that you were wrong 
no matter what. Like, they, they, they know you saw this, and then they'd try to argue, and they wouldn't give you any kind of, like, um, any kind of, like, um, respect afterwards because they think that you were crazy. Honestly, it's usually, like, there's a specific kind of guy. I think it's usually because they want to contradict or something, but I feel like they also kind of have that viewpoint in general where they're like, why I'm singularly thing. Yeah, Um, yeah. And that's just preposterous and crazy. You know, there was that whole thing um, where they did try to make people that, like, had UFO sightings and and it got, like, in the news, like, they did kind of try to make them look like cuckoos. No, exactly. No, that's a huge thing in the whole uh, ufology, UFO researcher world. Is that the they'll make you look ridiculous. They'll they'll um, try to edit all your interviews in a way that makes you seem crazy or uh, dangerous, and then I mean, they'll try. What about to... the aliens guy with the hair? Yeah, or um, basically uh, that storm area fifty one thing. That was a whole, um... Wait, 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 what was it? The, the, remember the storm Area 51 phenomenon, like, two years ago? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. That was, that was to make people look ridiculous. Like, we were unhinged. Like, we were uh, potentially a threat to, like, you know... Also, like, things like Heaven's Gate, honestly, like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Heaven's Gate was but, a big like, sigh I like, I like Heaven's Gate a lot. I think their whole aesthetic and everything, I, I love everything they did. And I think they actually went out the right way because if you die believing in something, like, does it matter whether or not it comes true? It was a big psyop. Um, there's a lot to do with uh, mind control and MK Ultra, and, uh, and in fact, a cult's a cult. Like, and they you were know, wearing like, those contact suits with those Nikes. Yeah, a cult's a cult. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, that was the cult. They could believe it of anything, but the way they were acting was definitely on another level, where they were, like, all the shaving their heads. You know, the, the UFO believer, like, community, Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that's another thing, too, is that they'll try to attach UFOs with, um, you know, religious nuts, things like that. Then there's that other cult, too, in, like, Arizona. What's it called? Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, oh, I know what you're talking about. There's a lot of them. Re-Aliens? That's yeah, a really famous but one. but they're, like, hot, though. They're, like, sexy. Yeah, like, Re-Aliens. Um, Re-Aliens. Yeah, re I, I actually kind of want to join Dude, the Re-Aliens. Re-Aliens got it going on right now, honestly. No, I want to join the Re-Aliens because of the, because of the sex. I'm not going to lie. The the hot Italian women. Because that seems to be on the yeah, brochures, no, and I, I want a little bit of that. I kind of want to just go hang out with the Re-Aliens for, like, I don't yeah. know, it's back to summer. Like, you know what I'm talking about. They walk around, like, naked basically, with their tits hanging yeah, out, handing out brochures desert. about UFOs, and it's like, what? And there's like a charismatic old man, like... He's cool. I know, we all gotta age, so we're all gonna get... party, dude, dude. Yeah, they party. we're all gonna age, if you really think about it, because it's 2020, he was just That's like a cool, swinging go. 70s dude, who was like an Italian race car driver, and then he realized he was like an alien, and his job That's was so to bang cool. as many women as possible and knock them up. And he's doing a good job, I think. He's spreading his alien seed. Exactly. He's doing like, what's been going on for, like, ever. Hey, I'm saying, this is... it's. It was hip back then, it's hip now. I exactly, You can't I be a, like... God bless. <laughs> you can't be like, whatever, Grandpa. You're not an alien. Quit fucking all these hot, half-naked but Italian he, women. The thing is, it doesn't matter if you say... <laughs> that he's an alien or not and he knows that and he knows he's an alien and so like he's got it he's got it going on I, I literally say the same things that he does uh, because I literally believe them it's not crazy he's just very flamboyant 
and, and, and people don't criticize them publicly because it's hard to. It's hard to be like, um, oh, this is dumb because it's not dumb. It's actually, he's like obviously clearly really cool. <laughs> onto something. <It> he's <laughs> clearly annoying. onto something. Yeah. No, that's the thing. Like, and I was saying this to my friends. I was like, you gotta be ready to, like, fucking alien. Like, no, I'm saying like he's going, people have been going around the world talking about public alien landings, disclosures, the secret space program, Galaxy of Light, um, um, communicating, channeling since the early or since the late 1800s, early 1900s. Everything from like Jules Verne to like uh, Maria uh, 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 Orsich, the uh, the Germans and all that. Like people talking about the Hollow Earth. People have been talking about Atlantis. People have been talking about so Hollow aliens. Earth blows my mind. Yeah, it's not a it's not a I new school seen thing. It's not about Hollow Earth, and so I started following you. But um, Atlantis, I've always been a firm believer in. Oh yeah, and um, well, the reason why I kind of bring up all that is I think that the Rocky Mountains, specifically the Rocky Mountains that separate Eastern Oregon and Western That's Montana. That's where I saw the UFOs. Yeah. Oh, so. So, yeah, we're going to transition into that, into your sightings and experiences. I believe that's an actual base for Solar Warden and uh, for the Hollow Earth Ashtar, or basically the Venusians. They call themselves um, um, Lemuria, and they call themselves Lemurians. They live in, like, Mount Shasta in California. They live in the Rocky Mountains. Uh, that's literally where I'm, like, from. And, there, you know what? There's some all kinds of weird stuff out there so so I, well, i'm all ears no no absolutely i'm handing off the uh the torch to you you get the stage to talk about your experiences uh if you might don't mind uh bring us up to speed tell us you know where you're from in montana uh everything that you're comfortable disclosing you know obviously about leading up to the sightings and then starting off with what sightings you want to disclose Absolutely, the stage sure. is all yours. And like I said, I know your time is precious and everything. We're already at a half an hour mark. I'm actually just like really blown away by that fact. So it's Lemurians. Oh, was that? The you said like uh, in the Rocky Mountains. Oh, Lemurians, like, yeah, Lemurians. Lemurians. Yeah. Okay, sorry, that's really interesting. Um, yeah, sorry. I kind of interrupted you. What was the last point you were making? Oh, no, just, uh, yeah, you have the floor. And like I said, we're already a half an hour into it. And, you know, it's obviously, I know your time is precious and everything, just to kind of give you a heads up. Thank you. Okay, cool. I'll start off with, um, I moved to Montana when I was about seven years old. Um, it was on the outskirts of Helena, Montana. So... It was, like, kind of out towards Unionville, but it wasn't technically in any, like, um, it was out of city limits. So it was, like, in the mountains um, on this weird, like, loop, de-loop, um, and we had this cabin. It was, like, huge cabin house, you know, dirt roads, um, just really cut off, like, the, the night sky. You could see all of the stars. We had this giant um, 18-foot window that overlooked the mountains um, to the north. And um, that's where basically most of the sightings I'm going to even report uh, kind of happened. Um, so it's kind of, yeah, it's on the outskirts. and It's in a, na- a national uh, forest region as well. So, yeah, it's just like in the fucking woods. Um, anyway, the first time I saw UFOs, I was sitting on the couch in the living room with the big 18-foot window. Um, and I was actually watching the Spongebob movie. And I looked outside, 
and I saw these, what I thought were, like, stars, but they were, like, behaving so strangely. They were almost, like, falling together, and then all of a sudden one of them would, like, zip forward and then backward, and they were, like, actually going all across, you know, because it's a big sky in Montana. Um, so they were just going crazy distances at, like, weird speeds, but still kind of in formation in the whole time. Um, and then they all just kind of fell into a triangle together. Um, and now, they stayed there, and they started flashing. Um, like, flashing, like, on and off really, really fast. And then all of a sudden, it was like they got sucked away. It was like... Like they, zoomed, um, like they, got, they got pulled? Yeah, it was like they got pulled away, like they got sucked. Very interesting. And um, I, I started panicking. I, I thought I was a retard. Well, I'm a retard. I didn't know what I had just seen. And so I actually fell on the ground. I was like hyperventilating because I thought that I had just watched. Like, this is so stupid because they wouldn't have done this. But I, I was like, did a black hole just eat some stars? Like, I did not know. Well, of the way no, they I mean, here. that's authentic. Don't 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 uh, try to explain it. That's an amazing um, insight or amazing ex- yeah. um, a way to express it. If a black hole ate some stars, I've seen that. I didn't too. know what the fuck I saw. And, like, I guess I'm a worst case scenario kind of gal. So I just no, I was I've like hyperventilating. I was like, mom, you know, I was like, mom, and I didn't know where she was because it was a big place, and also we had like a lot of land. So who knows if she was up, like wherever she was, and then I. You know, I ran upstairs and like my heart's just beating on my chest and I run back downstairs and I'm like laying on the couch just like, you know, I was like, mom. And then um, one of our friends um, who kind of lived in, she's like a couple, uh, she's like beyond the lake that there was in like the valley. Um, her name's Shauna and she was like this um, Native American healer lady. She was like a massage therapist, and, like a yoga teacher. She was a badass. Um, she just like comes up, she's like knocking on the door and, um, she saw me and she was just like what's going on like why are you freaking out girl and I explained to her exactly what I had just seen and she put her hand on my shoulder and she was just like oh honey like that's just the star people like um I forget the name of the tribe (laughs) I feel like an idiot but um she was like yeah the the elders say like you know that they usually come in threes like that and um that they're just checking in on us. It's fine. Don't freak out. And immediately, I just felt so much better about it. I was like, oh, it's just... And I was like, oh, it's just the star people, you know? Then mm-hmm. that made me... Like, it just changed everything for me. The Native Americans have often talked about the Venusians that have made contact with them. I believe the Venusians, but the people of the stars, the star people, the wing makers, the Hopi... Uh, I'm talking about blue, blue star people. The Blue Star Kachina well, yeah. teachers. That's more southwest Mojave Desert area. I was trying to look up the Montana natives of the area, um, but you're right. There's a lot of Indian reservations out there, or Native American reservations, and yeah, I believe that also Solar Warden recruits a lot from Native American populations and uses the reservations as like places where they can kind of hide and and operate. You know behind um basically closed off land because you got to be you know native american to be on the reservations i feel like no 
well, not always. I don't know. I know that there's been some Indian reservations where, like, you can go gamble. Is that different? Like, are we talking, oh, like, we're talking reserve, reserve land. Like, yeah, not you, even, you know, like, like the Navajo yeah. Nation. Like, where they take it seriously. Where they're yeah. like, no, this is a sacred mountain. you got to have an gotcha, reason gotcha. and check so in. it's not just, like, yeah. and you know, whatever the, John Redford got in um, yeah, and because the, the uh, like, actually, like, a chunk of, like, nature, natural, like, forest. Yes, yes. And it's protected. That makes sense, actually. The national parks. And I believe in that area there is Big Saddle Net or Big Glacier National Park. Oh, Glacier is wild. Is is that a wild park? What? In the Glacier uh, the Glacier uh, National Park? Glacier National Park. Is that kind of where you well, saw the sighting? No, no. It was definitely more south. Like, I probably was oh. like... Um, an hour and a half south of Glacier. Gotcha. Maybe even two or three. Um, I'm not quite sure. But um, it, we were on the Continental Divide. Oh, okay. Okay. And um, I don't think that we were, like, really close to where probably the hot, hottest spots of any UFO. But, you know, we would have a lot of people stay over at my house. Um, and they would always sleep on that couch where I saw the UFOs. Um, and I remember, you know, when people are younger, you just kind of like, even I was younger, but I believed them. But also, you know, you have to take it with a grain of salt. Like, we were kind of like, whatever, no, you didn't. You're just making that up for attention. Um, like, growing up at the house, like, my brother's friends or even my friends, if they slept on that couch, um, a lot of them would tell us that they saw, like, these weird lights or that they saw UFOs. One of them even said that the UFO had come, like, practically in the dip of like our house is like up on a hill and then there's like a valley and then there's like another mountain beyond it and um like they would always see it kind of in that you know like dip like approaching uh, or basically following the same route like it was coming down yeah. low yeah wow that's well that must be a hot spot that's actually kind of like what i was saying they use these places as bases or use them to park and hide or rest and, uh, I mean, there was really nothing, nothing much around. Like, I'm serious. Like, those, there's something so, like, um, honestly spooky about that that area I grew up in. In fact, like, it was, it used to be like a hanging. There was a hanging tree on it in like the 1800s, and there's like literally a picture of like a hanging tree in front of my house. That's a whole another thing. But I've like had a lot of paranormal stuff happen in those woods. But I remember like me and my brother we would go, you know, shoot squirrels or, like, we'd get MREs and go find places to camp, you know, along the trails. And we'd sometimes we'd find abandoned tree houses and we'd, like, sleep in them. And, like, there were so many nights where, like, you know, I was so young, I don't recall it very well, but I could have sworn I saw a UFO or, like, he he was always more, like, sure of it if he ever would see one. But, yeah. No, it sounds like your entire... Uh... It's, it's not so much that you were out of the way of these UFOs. You were, like, right on a UFO highway. And yeah, they, basically. Yeah, they call them UFO highways where, like, it sounds like they were flying over your house on a nightly basis. And, um... I mean, yeah, whoever, a lot of people would claim that they got abducted. Oh, have you? I was going to ask. Now, your first sighting... Uh, I think I... Did you yep. lose any time? Were there any marks that you can't explain, like bruising around your biceps? Were there ever any night terrors or any well, kind me and of... actually a couple of friends have had situations like that. I especially, like, had one that I recall 
when I was, like, sleeping in this loft, it was, like, on the very upper floor. So this is, like, a huge, like, um, you know, log um, beam support. Honestly, like, it was, like, a bougie-ass cabin, not going to lie. Uh, I mean, with the 18-foot window and everything. It, it was gorgeous. Um, and then it got repossessed. But <laughs> anyway... <laughs> There was, like, it was still kind of old, and, um, like, one of the rooms I took over as my bedroom because it was so badass, it had, it was on the top floor, and it had, like, a loft, Mm -hmm. um, like, that was literally, you you took a ladder up to it, and there was, like, a mattress in there, and I remember, like, honestly, the two times that I had lost time or, like, something fell off, and I woke up with, like, weird bruises, like, and it was, like, just, it did, they, I don't know, like, and I had just started smoking pot around the time, so, like, me and my friends were like, I don't know, maybe I'm just, like, fucking stoned and paranoid. But, yeah, like, there was times where, like, when I went to bed, there was just this weird fuzzy blackness. And, that, like, you know, like, just something felt off when I woke up. Um, and a lot of friends would experience that, where just, like, people, I don't know. My mom also told me she had a few weird experiences, but she'll never, she never really, like, delves into them. Now, you said, um... <laughs> your family knew a Native American, basically a shaman, and... Uh, I'm not a shaman. Um, she, well, I mean, she was... I wouldn't say that it was, like, um, you know, she she did that in, a, you know, her tribe, I think. She was more of, like, a natural healer, but, like, I mean, I think it was heavily influenced, but, like, I don't know how Native she was, honestly. I don't know. Um, I was maybe, maybe, she she had any... maybe she was. She was, honestly, like, um, I don't... She never called herself a shaman. Did she ever? Uh, did you ever tell her, or did she ever give her opinion on her on the um, from her native perspective on anything like that, or any of these newer or different occurrences? Um, no, I haven't talked to her in so long. But I would actually love to. I actually have a few friends. Um, I have one friend that like literally is like from the tribe. You know, does powwows, mm-hmm. and she's like a leader organizer, and um. I actually really would love to catch up with her on that. And I actually have a few friends that are pretty tapped in that community, and I'd love to hear what they have to say. No, We could do a follow-up. Yeah, well, I was going to say, that would be kind of uh, not only important, but, like, yeah, it would be really interesting to see what they kind of... Because to bring them into the discussion would be really important, to kind of get that perspective. Yeah, I think it really is, like, indigenous people, like, mm-hmm. need... Like, the, especially when it comes to any kind of alien interaction or like you know alien knowledge because like you know these are the people like this is their land essentially and like also like they should they need the mic for that you know yeah they well obviously that's what I was saying that's their land they're they more tapped the, they're totally tapped the expertise that is exactly that is you know um, they've already known they're like nonchalant about it honestly it's so interesting I think a huge amount of the mystery and bullshit toxicity of the modern era skepticism, deniability, atheism, things like that. It's because we haven't had the native element in our discussions. So a lot of things in America are mysteries. When they have explanations, but only the Native Americans know them. Um, like so you're the star right. people. It's very like whitewashed, like white people looking at. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Like if white oh, people so don't right. say it's real, then it's not, and it's like very much the reason why a lot of bullshit exists. I mean, I could totally reach out to even Shauna again. The other friends I have are pretty younger in that community, but, like, I could reach out to all of them and see what all they like to share. Now, uh, one last thing about the uh, supernatural elements of your Montana home. Um, you said hanging tree. You said uh, supernatural occurrences such as ghosts. Now... I think that the ghost phenomenon and the UFO phenomenon are very closely linked. 
Um, oh, I think that they absolutely have to be. I was going to say, do you mind uh, sharing some of those ghost or what you would call supernatural experiences? Um, so there's like, there was a couple of, sorry, I'm in like an echoey hallway because I want another cigarette. Um, <laughs> anyway, so there's like a few experiences that like I'm fine with sharing because I know what kind of like, I guess you would say like uh, being it was and like that it's not dangerous to me but like there's one thing that I just can't talk about and it was like probably the most intense there's like maybe one experience I feel like I could share about it but it definitely like has kind of rocked my world and even like clairvoyance um or like psychics I mean even when I moved from Montana to North Carolina I'd have like every now and then like just somebody grab me and just tell me that there was this thing following me but anyway Whoa, 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 whoa. That, what? That's, that's intense. But I'll tell you about the, the, um, that was actually also related to that. That was the first apparition I had ever seen. And the craziest thing was the family had like six kids that lived in the house before us. And one of them was like an adopted boy named Xavier. And, um, there was an earthquake. Um, and so his school got damaged and he had to come to my elementary school and during like, you know, class change, I ran into him in the hall and he said to me, he was like, I was like, oh, hey, you're Xavier, blah, blah, blah. Like you're, you used to live in the house I live in now. And he, all he said was, have you, have you seen a ghost yet? And then he described exactly the ghost that I saw. Um, but that's not the, the ghost, that, that wasn't even a ghost. It was more than a ghost. Anyways, um, I'll talk about the apparition I saw and how it's actually related to the hanging tree. And I didn't even know that um, it was related to the hanging tree until like three years ago. Um, but I knew I knew that there was a hanging tree on my property because when me and my um, sister Greetings, girl, and welcome to my world of flames and right up to that. As the days age, you're about to walk top stage, so wipe your lottoes on the mat. Hip-hop love, this is, and don't mind when I quiz your moments before the sun. But clear your point, because this a one-man sport. Who's better for this than plug one? Well, don't one. have to worry about me squashing other deals, because they've already been squished. Freeze a frame of our moves the same, which we can continue right behind the bush. You'll stay with me, I know this, and not because of all my earthly Treasures are regardless to the fact that I'm possibly loose, but because...
Now it's time to let this rhyme style get somewhat poured in the mold. Hold my hand, we'll pick my plantation of daisies for a bouquet of soul. Soul, yeah. at the cut of a rim. Taking his milk to the rim as in grim. Squeeze your stoop like Betty Boop, then make camel out for the suit. It's the point ones within. Forward march you the same when transistors will play. Coming to bed is the move. Dolby sound will be in top crown when I put the needle into your groove. I got a good thing, and in full swing. full swing. I show this in gifts, words or letters, but even without those three, I know you'd be close to me, cause... Montana has a very bloody history, and it's very uh, rich in cowboy it's death. So, and, like, it really is justice. like that, I'm not going to lie. Because like, I, I watch Ghost Adventures, and I've done so for the last 15 years. There's no shame in my game. I love Zach Baggins. Uh, he went to Montana, and it was like, yeah, telling stories about the hanging judges and things like that, and it's like, man, it, there hundreds of people died in those little mining towns. Yeah, and not only that, like, our house was not only in front of, like, a, a hanging tree, but also, like, you know, just an acre away from also some of the, the old Chinese mines, and we could actually go find artifacts, you know, it's, like, 15-minute hike, and you can find, you know, just crazy artifacts. Um, there was definitely also, like, a Chinese presence there, but I don't I don't think that was the, the one that was, like, the most damaging to me. No, but anyway, yeah. the, the one that I, okay, first time I saw this ghost that isn't related to the other presence. Okay, so, so just to clarify, um, when exactly, I guess, would this be in your life? What age? Huh? What age? Um, what the specific sighting that you're talking about now, this experience? Like, where would that be? Oh, this be? one right now. Um, that, I was 17 years old. Okay, so 17 years old. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was 18. 18. Um, okay, so 18. 
And so, so the, you're, the, you're, the you're a smart person, though, but you're, you're able to know what is a shadow and what's not, or you're not like a, a kid or anything. You're like a, you know, an adult, a young adult. Yeah, and well, here's the thing is, like, I'm with my friend, mm-hmm. and um, so we, I was going to stay the night in town, which is, you know, it's like a, you know, 20, 30 minute drive from town up in the mountains of the house. Uh, but people would always drive up there because there was a loop you could take and it was like notorious with all the high school stoners. So sometimes like if I had to walk home, uh, you know, some stoners that were like on a loop would pick me up and brought me off there. Cause it was literally like just, you know, one dirt road off the loop. Uh, anyway, my friend wants to have a party at her house. So I tell her like, Oh, is that, is it okay if like we go up to my house? Like I'll smoke you down. I need to grab like my toothbrush and like, you know, some clothes for work tomorrow. Um, or whatever and she's like of course down because there's like some new album out or something so we're like mm-hmm. getting stoned to shit on the loop up to my house um, listening to like some new album and then we get up there and like where my garage and like where you could park was and where like the actual house was it was like up a hill and it was probably a good like you know 30, 40 feet away and like kind of on this winding trail and it's really dark and there's like sometimes a couple of motion lights but they suck uh, and I remember just like when we stopped I was kind of like are you going to come with me come with me and she also just kind of like it felt like a Mulholland drive moment like we just kind of looked at each other like I felt scared I felt like something was wrong okay so like uh, um, but- some like, a pers- like they call it ensuring Oz in the whole conspiracy world literature ensuring Oz like when either when you have that feeling you know the creeps when you have that yeah yeah we we both had the creeps but we just put it to being stone kind of i think we both didn't mm-hmm. say that but i think we both thought that because she was like no i'll just sit in here because like it's a long walk and it was cold um so anyways i go to get my stuff i'm coming back and her car lights are off because you know it had been sitting for so long she didn't want to leave them on and kill her battery so um when i get in the car sit in um, and she turns her car and her car lights on. Um, and up in the tree, which is like, there's a new, like, there's like a bunch of creepy trees, but there's this, it's basically right near where the, the hanging tree was. And I didn't really, really put that together at the time. But there was this dog dragon looking gray, like, face up in the trees, and it was snarling almost. Like, it, it you know how, like, a dragon has that paku and it's like, like really showing its teeth like it looks like a yes. pitbull or something but yes. also like a dragon like rearing its teeth but it was gray and like kind of it, it it was not of earth you know like it, it looked like it was a different dimensional creature like a reptilian or, or I um, but, but we didn't we didn't react we we were both in like literally she just started she went into robot mode she just started backing up, and so you had to, like, back up into this one spot. Like, so many people would, like... There were so many crashes near my house because of how mountain... You know, how mountain dirt roads are. Oh, yeah. She just starts driving, like, like really sternly, and, like, not too fast, though. She wasn't booking it. And we didn't say a word. We didn't say a word to each other about that until three years later, one of our friends died. Um, and I flew back to Montana from North Carolina... I'd, I'd moved away since then and you know our old group of friends is reunited and we were pissed off about our friend's funeral service because like it was like super 
like test, like, and just not what she would have wanted. Anyway, we were upset. We were getting drunk. Um, and it wasn't until, like, 2 or 3 in the morning she, like, brought it up to me. She was like, bye. Do you remember that time that I drove you up to that house? Or to your house? And that, that thing, that dog was in the tree. And we both started crying, and we were just talking about how, like, I'm glad you saw it, too. Like, I, I felt crazy. Like, it really, it was one of the weirdest things and scariest. Like, it was so jarring the way it looked. Um, so, yeah, we, we finally had, like, established that, yes, we saw that. Like, years down the line. Um, and I was telling a new coworker at my, like, the vintage shop that I used to work at about this. Because, you know, when you work with somebody new, I'm, like, training this girl. It's slow. I'm, we're, she, I find out she's into the paranormal. So I tell her that story. And she goes, that's fascinating. Um, was that near an execution site? Because I hadn't mentioned that it was, like, basically the same area as the hanging tree. And I was like, uh, actually, yeah, why? And she said, in Ireland, it's, like, a thing. It's called the black dog, this, like, specific ghost or presence that, like, um, like lingers in areas of, like, executions. Like, da da Usually it's, like, darker. But anyway, she was like, that sounds exactly like that. It's like, um, I think there was one other thing that they hung out around. It was like execution, and I can't remember what the other thing was. But anyway, it made me go like, oh, wow. So, I don't know. I just feel like I keep getting more and more validated about it. That's crazy. That's like a hellhound, yeah. A hellhound. Um, now, yeah. the hellhound, but it's but it sounds like the first sign, like it was a gargoyle. It, yeah, it definitely had like a gargoyle vibe. But it yeah. was so. There's gone. a lot of gargoyle sightings. Like, I've actually been getting really into those. It was definitely those. actually cuter. It was cuter than a gargoyle. But I, I think I've had an incubus experience. But we, I have sleep paralysis, so I'm not even going to go there. But um, the other presence, I actually, I've seen people get possessed by the, the it's the D word. It's the, yeah, the demon. But I've seen people get possessed by, by it. Pazuzu. Pazuzu. Lord of the darkness. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so there's oh, that too. I don't, no, I don't I, want to delve into those stories. No, I actually do. Uh, if you have uh, one to share, um, no, demonology, possession, exorcisms, I'm completely on board with discussions like that. Uh, I studied demonology quite extensively back in my high school phase of uh, getting into the occult, uh, the Goetia, uh, you know, things like that. I post sigil, still uh, very interested in this. Uh, I, idea of intangible, invisible intelligences that we know as demons that can possess human beings and animals. And they're things. aliens essentially. No, that's very closely related they're, to the discussion. They're interdimensional beings yeah, that like, we exactly. just don't have. We only have our six senses and that's what I also feel about like how these aliens exist as well as like um, you know, just because we're people don't we're think it happens, shit. but it's real. It, exactly. Our science is only what we can comprehend. Like we're very limited, and so there are beings I believe that have different um, senses and you know perceptions, and also maybe even exist in a different plane than we do. Exactly. You know? the, the, I'm down for that discussion. I'm down for that conversation always, and that's what I'm saying. Like there are many ways to have it where you're just talking about it, like. Oh yeah, that's Paimon. That's the king, uh, one of the princes of hell. Oh and, yeah, and he, uh, no, I, I love, love that kind I of talk. I love the talk where you're like, no, demons are just another kind of being on Earth. Like they might be reptilians that are we just don't know. Because look at how they're drawn or painted. Well, in the medieval. one that I had was different. Okay. Then like um, 
And, you know, I've been warned not to really speak about it because, or at least any any of the people that are psychically tapped have told me, like, just not really to talk about it because it gives it power. Um, And I do, this one is specifically, like, fixated on me, and I can feel that from a young, young age. Um, So, I don't know, sometimes if I have, like, been talking about it a lot, I will feel, I don't know, it's one of those things. I don't want you to feel uncomfortable or be triggered or anything, so I I understand. I can share one of the stories about it. Okay. That, like, I think are more, it's just kind of, like, my own personal experience of being possessed, and I'm not really sure which presence it was. Sometimes there was this, like, I swear to God, it was Chinese. I don't know what. <laughs> there was another. There was like three or four main presences no, at my house. People don't realize it. Okay, so this is how basically the haunted house of America works. You have to open up your mind and look at it for what it really is. Immigrants from hundreds of different worlds, tribes, nations, ethnicities, cultures came to America and basically were worked to death or murdered. Um, exactly. For oh, hundreds well, of years, yes, and there was wars. Where all that was happening. There were wars everywhere. Not. Everywhere is built over a mass grave, or some kind of grave, or somebody died. <laughs> exactly from natural causes, and they were just like evil. That's what I'm saying. Like America was full of a lot of evil and bad juju and shit, and it it, it surprises you what you can find in random places, like um. Like you said, that Chinese ghost in Montana, it sounds bizarre, I mean, it but Helena, it makes it sense. I mean, it was in Helena, it was in the gold rush. I mean, at one yeah, point, Helena, Montana was the yes. richest place yeah. No, you're right. It, like, it makes sense. There was a golden Buddha found in Oklahoma. Uh, there are a lot of, for example, um, weird things all over the place, like um, transient like voodoo cults from the old slave days. In the Midwest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those are those are so interesting. Yeah, uh, Wisconsin's the biggest place for devil worshippers, quote unquote, because it has so many Muslims and Jews. I believe that's how people were confused into thinking it's like a big satanic area. Uh, it, America's landscape is weird. It's at least where you expect it. Like Montana's a top five area for uh, both ghost sightings and UFO sightings. It's a. I mean, and I literally couldn't agree more i mean my my whole upbringing was like just the whole background paranormal and it makes me feel like like you know when i meet people and i'm like you want to talk about ghosts and they're usually like oh i have a friend who has a friend and maybe one thought and i'm just kind of like oh fuck like that's when you pull the flashlight out and you shine it under your chin especially where i live because it was like right on like the mm. Chinese mines and a hanging spot like it, it was such a and not only that like the UFOs were constantly there I don't know it's just crazy it, make, it makes me feel like I'm, sometimes it makes me question my reality because well the people that like I don't know like my ex definitely made me feel shitty about it where it was just like crazy like that's fucking stupid like there's no, I totally explanation. get it too I and totally like, how get do you too. explain this apparition and how like four different like even a psychic who had never been to my house met was friends with like a, a child um like my ex-boyfriend's younger brother he was like literally like nine or anywhere between like nine or twelve and um he wasn't allowed to come over to um, my house anymore because um the psychic saw him and said literally the same description that i have of this presence the bad one and also that like xavier had and there's one other person that was just a friend of mine 
And it's so funny because they always said it was by the basement, and I had, and that's why I think I might have been possessed by it once. And I've had people be possessed by it and want to hurt me when they were possessed by it, and like I had an ex blackout. Blah, blah, so blah, is this like anyway. a conjuring thing? Is this like a? Is this well, honestly, like... when I watch movies like that, it makes me feel scared and paralyzed. That's what I was like. Is that, is that like a thing? Like, like it's like a family curse, or is it like you were you were like? Uh, did you like pick up a skull when like just like like desecrate a corpse? I don't or? know what I did. I, like, I really don't. I remember to, when it first started when it first started manifesting in my life. It was when I was in third grade, and uh, we were remodeling our basement. Oh, there you go. And so, like, there you go. I had to sleep upstairs, but I remember like I was like just before we started remodeling. Like, something shot across, like a pencil. I had a guitar. I had been practicing guitar and, like, taking lessons. And I had my guitar sitting, like, across the room. And for no reason, like, I had loosened the strings. Because I used to always do that because of, I don't know, I just always loosened them slightly whenever I was done. Um, it just, like, sprung up. And not only did it spring up, it shot a pencil at me. And, and I was so confused. And it happened, so it was, like, very poltergeist. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah. I, I used to sleep in my room, and I, like, even made a paper cross out of, like, construction paper. Damn. That, oh, I mean, I get it. That That's just, that that would be a scene out of a fucking horror movie. Where, like, you know, you go into a girl's room, and she's making crosses that, like, out of construction paper, and you're like, oh, shit, like, this is serious. I was in, like, fifth grade, and my brother, he's, like, two grades over me, and he had, like, hot school friends, and we'd all, like, go... You know, we'd blow up stuff together. Like, I love, like, you know, I was definitely, like, more friends with my brother and his friends. And um, we were playing hide-and-go-seek in the basement, which was always sick. Because we all lived in the basement. It was, like, semi, like, there was one door that could go outside because we're on a slope, you know. Um, and we'd love to, like, watch horror movies and, like, play hide-and-go-seek in the dark. Um, and I hid in the best spot ever, like, because we had just gotten, like, these cabinets put in. And that's the first time I saw it. Uh, I was, like, hiding in this cabinet that was, like, up above, so I had to, like, crawl up to get into it. And I was waiting there, waiting there. I was so excited, hoping they'd find me, because I had the best spot, and I was last. But then nobody ever even came to get me, and they had... I could hear them all already back upstairs. And so I was like, oh, great. Like, it's, you know, dark as shit down here. I No, like, they, they're not going to find me. Like, my whole, like, gag is gone. Um, so I open up my cabinet and that's when I saw the, the being, um, and I think it was like one of the most horrifying things I'd ever seen. It, it was so dark. Okay. So do you mind, um, I mean, I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. I, I'll repeat that. Like, but do you mind describing what it looked like? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, it's so funny because as a kid this is what I described it as but it didn't have this but even it's funny thing is like even Xavier said the same thing which I thought like that's really what like made me gag but um it looked like it a, not cloaked but it because it was so fucking dark and wispy but like the only part of it that was wispy was like like it had almost claw like um but so dark and um tall and like just like absorbing light dark um but then its eyes were glowing red but dim still like they weren't 
beams of light red. Fucked up. But it did have glowing red eyes. They were still muted. So like a smoke man, basically, like a, like a pitch. And then it had a fro, negative. though. It had a weird. It looked. It seemed like it had a fro, and that's what Xavier said too. Uh, the fro part. Uh, oh. And it reclused. That was the, the like a larger the head. Like, like a, yeah, like a larger, was, rounder like, head. It, yeah. Right. It was like probably five feet away from the cabinet I was in to my right. And when I opened the cabinet door, I saw it, and it it went like it retracted its hand. Ooh. It like went backward, and it like its wispy ass hand like went like. And then I saw the eyes, and I I literally I got out of that fucking I almost fell, and I ran like it was like you know that feeling where you're just full of pens and needles and like you're like weightless and it's just yeah yeah you're like kind of weird out of body experience where like you know you're running I but ran upstairs and yeah. I was just hyperventilating crying yeah no no I absolutely have had those feelings before in my life where like uh, when when you get in those full adrenaline moments where you, like you don't even know exactly like the passage of time slows down you don't know if like you're you're it screaming was or not similar to the feeling I had when I saw the UFOs but the UFOs for some reason, I felt more like I was going to die when I saw the UFOs than I did when I saw that being. It's a very strange reaction to have to this UFOs. I think maybe... Um, so so when... Okay, so... Um, when exactly was this sighting in your life, in your timeline? Well, that was when I was fucking uh, nine or ten. I don't know. I was did this come grade. before or after or maybe the UFO grade. sighting? It was like fourth or fifth grade. This, this was before my UFO sighting. Okay, so maybe you have already uh, formed the trauma response of seeing anything supernatural to seeing this uh, honestly very fucking terrifying thing, Shadow Man, that was living in your basement. Um, but you, the red eyes, like, I don't know, people have... That's I don't been know. seen a lot. The, that's the been seen thousands and thousands of times. Up, you know, the psychic said she was like, there's a demon that lives there with red eyes. Yeah, that, that's very demonic. That's very much low-level demon stuck to the house, stuck to the property, and the reason probably yeah, why yeah. I was following you... Yeah, yeah, and I can feel you. it even searching for me, because it mm-hmm. specifically hated me. Like, I had a friend come over in middle school, and um, we were just chilling with my brothers, and we weren't even... We didn't smoke or drink yet at the time, and she started... Her pupils got all dilated, and she was staring at me. We were outside. We just had a small fire... And she was, like, writing stuff in the dirt. These weird that's, symbols. Wow, and, that's and fucked then up. She was, she was doing that automatic like, writing I know, shit? I really want to kill you. I want to kill you. And she started laughing and crying and saying, I want to kill you. And then um, I've had that happen with two other people. And one of the times I got attacked was very awful. And they had the same look in their eyes. But um, I also myself have been, I don't know what it was happened to me. But this is the one story. I'm sorry. Am I taking too long? No, I was gonna say. Did you, did you ever try to do any sage? No, no. You have the floor. Oh uh, yeah, please yeah. Please continue we, for we as have long as you want. Up and, no. I mean, Shauna. Shauna saged the fuck out of the house. Also, like, we generally would sage it. Um, but it it seemed like it was kind of beyond that. Um, although there was times where it would be low. In fact, um, one of the times it started spiking. I didn't even know this until I found it. I had seen. Um, it was weird because he wasn't full energy and I think I almost think that like they would get stronger as like tensions in the house grew stronger oh yes they try to feed off that negative energy and they cause negative energy and the more negative energy it's like you know it's a it's a back and forth and there'd be times where there wasn't too much but then 
apparently my sister had some people over to like do Ouija board and I didn't know this but they did it in my room because they knew that like I had the worst of it oh, um shit. and I remember I like waking shit. up a few nights and seeing that darker than dark but there wasn't the red eyes but I, it was the same silhouette and I would just write it off because I was like yeah they call them shadow men in the literature <laughs> yeah like no absolutely yeah. that sounds terrifying like um I so you don't think that this being was the one you saw in the trees? No, it's it's a totally separate being. Totally separate being. That's what I was saying. Like, so it didn't look reptilian. This one looked more human, but with the black, featureless body and the red eyes. And yeah, you, you and like an afro kind of and like a weird cape. Like uh, it had a, it has a wispy ass, but like not like you know like literally like cloaked wispy. Now. Um, did it ever mark you, scratch you? Uh, you said it was throwing pencils at uh, moving objects, uh, poltergeist activity like that. Um, but I was just doing an episode on uh, Jackie Hernandez. One of the because I, I do ghost stories. You know, I talk about ghosts. I like ghosts. Um, I'm a firm believer in, in ghost phenomenon across the spectrum. I like the different theories and explanations, the science behind it, as well as the folklore. And you know different, you know the ways it's been understood. Oh, it's fascinating. It's real. It's re- no, it's absolutely real. It's been. It's real. History. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually looking through the history, and there's actually a few articles written that mention like my area. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I was going to say though, is yeah. there any marks? Because uh, while researching the Jackie Hernandez case, I I I didn't know this, but apparently there is a whole world of like scratches, um, bite marks. Um, one like that one guy was choked in her attic. Were there any attacks physically on you? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I want to read. I, I don't think I want to tell that story. It's fine. Um, I think I, I, I kind of think I know where you're going to go Although, like, it. whenever, like, people, like, you know, my friend, we had to literally, like, put her away because she wanted to kill me. Um, and I did have a boyfriend attack me. Um, and he was, like, aggressive and vulgar and was like yeah and then like the weirdest thing is and I guess this is how I'm going to tie it to my own experience with when I believe I might have been possessed or I don't know what the fuck happened was he went off into the woods after he had attacked me and this man like would that was just not at all him and he was also very susceptible to energy like that he was a Pisces (laughs) I hate to say that, but I do feel like Pisces are kind of, and I'm not going to validate his attack on me that way. And um, the craziest thing was like, he, it was probably one in the morning I was sleeping um, and he had been off, like, you know, he worked down in town. There was no cell service at my house. So sometimes he would just get home at like one, like my mom let my boyfriend live with me when I was 16. Um, Anyway. He would sometimes just get home at, like, you know, one or something whenever he got done closing the place he was at. And, but this time, like, attacked me. Cause, and a lot of the times he would walk home and see. That's the thing about the mountains. Um, was, like, the time... He went off into the woods and didn't come back for, like, a day. And when he did, he had no recollection. And also seemed very, like, dazed and confused. That's you know? very like, missing 4 and one yeah. It's very, um, very much, yeah, co- collaborated by the literature. This idea of being, like amnesia like having amnesia about shit that happened I had that when I kind of got possessed I'll tell you 
Oh, do you mind? No, go ahead. Like I said, you have the floor. Okay, so one night, it's a full moon, and, like, our window had just, like, the best view of, you know, the sky, you know, the land, and the full moon was, like, right over top of our window. But I don't know how, because I had fallen asleep probably at around 10, 30, 11. Hmm? But I woke up sitting upright on my couch. Um, and I was staring at the moon. And so the thing about all this recollection is, for me, it, like, wasn't like I was doing it. Or, like, it felt like I was dreaming it, but it wasn't a lucid dream. If that makes any sense. Yes, yes. It's kind of like an out-of-body... Or, um, like I said, the entering Oz phenomenon, where people are in, like, a, a distant reality or a parallel reality. Um, uh, yeah, that's how it felt. Because I was in my body, but I wasn't controlling it. And, like, also... But I still, like... But I, it's almost like, you know, in a... What's the movie? Uh, being John Malkovich. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I, 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 it's hard to express, but that's why they made that movie. You know, it's, so it's I, also, the funny thing is, like, I did have this recollection, and actually, there's another experience I will share after this story that's funny about. It's always this fucking area, this couch. So, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm staring at the moon. I'm, I'm hunched over, staring at the moon on this couch. Um, don't know why I'm there. Don't even know how long I've been there. And um, I literally, uh, probably in a trance, and all of a sudden, my head slowly turns over to the basement door which is where all the main sightings were whenever people would tell me that they saw um the presences they would always be near the basement and also trying to summon them to the basement because whenever i was in high school and people were doing loops like people would stay over my house all the time you know i mean a couple of times anyway um my head just slowly goes over to the basement door there it's like this booming to me that's just like yeah 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 go down to the basement and it was dark and, like, just absorbing. And it was black hole-like to me because I immediately stood up and was like, yeah, go down to the basement. Totally. Good. And this was, like, when it was, like, all ripped up again. We had, like, kind of... It had been reconstructed. And then we, like, kind of ripped up the reconstruction because um, we started a grow operation down there, but it was down then. So the basement is just, like, really awful. You don't want to really hang out down there. Yeah, it's like the um, unfinished basement vibe where it's like only bad things are going to happen in this basement. Basically, I mean, it was the first place I, I saw any presence. Anyway, so I'm going down the stairs and it, it feels really like rhythmic almost. And the funniest thing was that like I had this mission that I did in a very like slow and I went to, like, the first corner of, like, you know, the stairwell when you first go down. And then I went to the corner on the edge of that, and then I immediately darted. And so, but every corner I got to, and I I would, like, stand there, and I don't know how long I would stand there. If there was, like, CCTV, I don't know how long, because the time didn't exist for me anymore. Um, and I would kind of just, like... I don't know what I was doing. I, I don't know if I was nodding off, but I would go to every corner and kind of meditate, I guess. I don't know. But it felt very, very like I needed to do it. And so I, I was even going in, you know, there's like four bedrooms, two bathrooms, and like a living room, and then like a closet. Um, and closets in every room. And I went into every single corner of every single room. I don't know. How, and I never once felt scared or like confused. 
I just was doing it. Do you think you were but, being, like, yeah, like controlled, stopping. or was that, like, like, okay, so, do you think it was just doing it to kind of, like, mess with you, or do you think that was, like, to do something? Like, maybe that I was... I don't know what was, I, I still to this day don't know what was going on. That's very mysterious, yeah, um, the, the whole standing in the corner, that's very blue. So I ended up in the too. last room, which is funny, because it was the blood red room. Yeah, that's very blue. That was, like, a yeah. painted blood oh, red. Twin Peaks. And um, the last corner, it, when I got to the very last corner, I just, like, kind of, like, sat down on my knees. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how long I was there, but then I heard... So it was a school night, and... Um, you didn't have time for know. Shit. I don't know why I was down there, school and night. I heard somebody come downstairs mm -hmm. in the same, like, cadence, and... I was like, oh, I couldn't speak, though, but I was like, oh, somebody's coming down to, like, find me because they're like, why the fuck would I be down in the basement? But no, they, it was a heavier, it was a little bit heavier, but it did the same thing. Like, I could hear it going all around the basement in the same way that I did. Well, but then terrifying. when it ended up, at, I closed the door, which is funny, on the last room I was in, I did close the door, and whatever it approached the door it never got to my four corners it just scratched at the door and then I sat there until it was probably like 7 30 or 8 a.m and my mom was screaming for me and I still didn't move because I was so confused That's... and then my mom came downstairs and she was like what the fuck is going on and I was like I don't know and I literally just was like I'm not going to school today and I went and I wandered in the mountains and I don't even know where I ended up I spent probably 18 hours just like lost in the mountains wow what the fuck <laughs> that's crazy oh my god no 18 hours is an exaggeration like that. I mean, like, that's, that's an exaggeration intense. i'm sorry more like eight that is such that's 18. still intense no. that's that doesn't that's only makes it a little bit better it doesn't really change the fact that that's an intense situation that literally i when i was hearing you i was kind of trying to put my myself in your shoes Oh my, like, that is such an intense experience to have, like, to live through, and then just, like, go to school the next day, and, like, be... I didn't go to school, though. I told my saying, mom like, I to wasn't be, going to To be school. expected to, to kind of just be, like, expected to, that like, move on with your life like it never happened. Oh, I started crying. I was like, there's, I can't go to school today. I'm so confused. I didn't, I, because, like, I, I, I asked all of them, like, because it, it was, like, my mom and, like, my... My ex-boyfriend had gotten home at some point in the night, and he didn't know I wasn't why I wasn't in bed, but he didn't look for me. And then, like, um, my mom's boyfriend at the time, and they were all just, like, really kid, like, kind of like, what the fuck? Why were you down there? Like, are you just trying to skip school? And I was just crying, and I was like, I don't know. As I'm and saying, like, just, everyone's like, just kind of assuming, like, life is, like, you know, normal still. And you're like, no, it's not. Like, life is not normal anymore. That... No, and, well, like, they both... They both eventually caught on to what was going on there. They both definitely not only were convinced but believed in the demon and also, like, recognized this hatred toward me. Yeah, you're in some kind of, like, fucking, um, the nun situation. Like, you know, you're the in some nun. insidious shit right there. Exactly. Like, there's That's that sort of, like, um, fucking red-faced guy. Like, fucking... What? A red-eyed shadow demon that lives in your basement basically hijacked your body 
and then made you perform some kind of like ritual where you faced corners like the Blair Witch. And this happened in oh Montana in the Oh my god, and, and, see, and you know what's so crazy like, the Blair Witch Project, when I first watched it, it was when I was in elementary school. And yes. it made me cry. It, I, I couldn't sleep. And my mom had to literally show us videos that proved to us that it wasn't fake because our woods were so much like those woods. And I was convinced. Yeah, this is like some Blair Witch Project level stuff, man. And also paranormal activity really freaked me out for that reason. Yes, yes. Like, it's like the paranormal activity. The idea that the ghost I was like, this is too close to home. Like, when I got home from paranormal, like, and we snuck into it, like, when it came out, which was when, like, my experiences had been at a peak. Um, And I couldn't stand it. I, I literally was scared because I was, wait, that's me. No, I don't want to say like I want to I want to change that and go on record now. Like, I'm not saying like that's crazy. Like I don't believe it, but that's like, you know, that's that's my slang for man. That's intense. Like I couldn't, like that's that is, fucking hardcore. Um, that's real. I said that's yeah, not that's like, yeah. someone like, in the corner of your eye. Like, kind of fuck with like UFO stories, but no, like those ones, they're too far fetched, and I get it. Well, no, like, I've, I've watched the ghost literature for a long time, and some of the ghost people, I'm like, you're not even haunted. Quit being a baby. <laughs> this is, like, a Category 5 haunting. This is, like, a 10 out of 10 haunting. Yeah, that's why I'm not supposed to talk about it, and that's why I'm, that's all I'm going to share about it. Oops, I probably shouldn't have done that. Oh, he's going to possess the shit out of you for being a naughty girl. Well, luckily, he's, like, all the way back. <laughs> he's going to possess but, the uh, shit out of you. I am a bad girl. Like, I definitely, like, I feel like I'm, I'm always just like, oh, yeah, that's why I don't get the bone. <laughs> I'm just like, oops, oops. Well, I mean, I absolutely appreciate you sharing the experiences that you, you know, saw fit to share. I know we could probably have several um, conversations on your different experiences on each one, you know, just kind of delving into it. But I, you know, obviously sincerely appreciate you taking the time and speaking with me and everything. Um, and you know, totally. I, I hope you got, I hope you had a good time talking about your experience. So I want to kind of, yeah, get I hope I wasn't punishing you. Yeah. Well, I mean like, um, you know, um, like I said, it, it's, it's one of those things where if you could have days and days and days to talk about it, you could, you, you could, you could fill it up. You could start exploring these subjects, opening up, you know, the different compartmentalized, um, memories of it and I think it's unfair that people only get like five to ten minutes to talk about experiences they've had I'd like to recommend to you a YouTube channel called Beyond Creepy yeah I'm not getting paid to say Beyond this Creepy. Beyond Creepy you can send it to me too but he reads old people's stories like um like, people send him stories, eyewitness accounts, and he compiles them to, like, these little stories. Oh, I love that shit. Oh, it's great to binge on. Hundred, it's, it's, it's easiest to define as just Yeah, that. I've been wanting to write a book, but then I'm also always hesitant. No, it, it's absolutely why I think your stories are... are uh, they'll vindicate your experiences as well as hopefully allow you to see that it's not only happening to you, but it's happening to many people throughout time and generations. Gargoyle sightings. Gargoyle sightings. A big one that I've been watching in his videos are gargoyle sightings. People have telekinetic communication. Like you said, um, uh, the idea of seeing it and then only talking about it years later. um, Gargoyle sightings are actually they're not uncommon. They're not uncommon. So when people, I have a question. Um, is it similar to like when I saw the the doggy thing where it's like they see it them up high like that's kind of part of the sighting is it's kind of like a almost incubus like high up creature 
Yeah, like the like, like classic, um, you know, like winged reptilian. Yeah, one was seen at the Houston Kennedy Space Center. Shut up. No, I'm serious. That's what I'm saying. Like, people but what don't do realize. they represent? Uh, around the West and around, um, I guess you call it West of the Mississippi, gargoyle sightings are actually a legitimate thing. Like, that's the, like, people kind of don't get it, that it's actually, Maybe. like... Like I said, I kind of wanted to make a distinction that it wasn't the ghost that you said you had seen previously. Um, also, for a TV show, if you like just to kind of binge on videos, uh, Monsters, Mysteries, in America, uh, that they have a lot of eyewitness accounts like that. Um, like I said, America's... Yeah, a- I need that. I need more of that. That's why I love that documentary last year. It really got me, like, it made me feel so much better, like, about what I'd gone through and also just, like, interested. And there's also, I feel like that's just the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. No, uh, exactly. Like, it's just the tip of the iceberg. And, and it really is. You have your this personal is just, experiences. This like, what we're allowed to see so far, hunty. Well, you have your personal experiences, so you can you can see it from both sides, not only as someone who's, you know, listening to others, but also, you know, um, exploring your own experiences to kind of understand better what they're going through. I mean, you blew my mind with this USO shit. Oh, well, thank you. And I think it'll, yeah. um, now that you're in New York City, and I don't definitely, mean shit. Like, I mean, like, literally, I believe in that. <laughs> well, well, now that you're in New York City, definitely keep your eyes up on the horizon and look for UFOs because uh, New York City is actually a hot spot for UFOs. Yeah, I definitely. Okay, so there's some nights I think it's, I think it's like, okay, I think the one time I did see one the other night and I messaged you, I think it might have been. But then again, I have noticed it might just be a weather balloon. I can't tell. But really? um, I'm keeping my eyes peeled, and I'm excited. Hey, you um, gotta trust your gut. You gotta trust your gut. And when you see things like that, uh, generally your first instinct's right. If it doesn't look right, it probably isn't. You know what I'm saying? If it doesn't look normal, it probably isn't. And you gotta yeah, just trust your instincts. Like daytime, daytime viewings are so different. There is a time I have seen um, UFOs again in Montana during the day. And it is funny, because they do reflect light. Like, they're just kind of like... You know, the way you see them in other UFO videos, obviously, during the day. No, it, but it is... Yeah. I try to explain that to people. It's... And they, they always say, like, oh, it's... Like, it's impossible to see one. I'm like, it literally is as easy as just looking at one and being like, that's a fucking UFO. And as a, a UFO. Yeah, you just see it. It glints the light. It looks like a classic flying saucer. And, you know, like you said, the, the problem is sharing the experience. The problem is talking about it and expressing it. I think, um, the, because, you know, I obviously, you know, I grew up in the 90s and the early 2000s and everything. Back then, uh, a lot, millions of people believed in UFOs. Wait, how old are you? I'm 34. Oh, okay, got you. Yeah. Now I'm saying, like, you know, I'm, I'm just uh, now taking the, the whole, you know, doing this as a citizen journalist career seriously. But, you know, I grew up in a time that was pretty much, it believed in UFOs, it believed in aliens. Millions of people were on board and jiving with it. Millions more are jiving with jiving. it now. Uh, millions more are believing in alien abductions, uh, contact. It is becoming more, it's becoming more acceptable, thank God. Exactly. And I think it's just, a, uh, I think it's uh, a It's going to be the, the complete time. ones just like, buckle up, babies, because there's probably a lot more we're going to get the tea on. So. Exactly. And, you know. Because we are at the brink of something, like, climatic. Like, I mm-hmm. do think that if aliens were to intervene at any time, it would be now and soon. Hey, well, people are waking up. And, and. You know, um, 
absolutely, I want to invite you back on anytime you want. Uh, we'll talk about sightings, um, either your own, or we'll explore videos, media, and stuff like that. If we would like to do a reaction thing, that'd be cool. I like to have totally. you on board. I like talking to you. You did a great job. And um, thank you. No problem. Uh, we're already getting to the point. Thank you though. so much for having me on, and also I really appreciate what you do. Oh well, thank you very much, and absolutely, uh, thank you very sincerely so for appreciating for uh, for obviously giving me the motivation and, and watching the words as well as you know um, providing entertaining content yourself. You're a you're one of my favorite uh, internet micro niche celebrities. Thanks. <laughs> and absolutely encourage yeah, everyone listening. <laughs> To go follow her Instagram um, at Bad Girl Space No Bone 404, and um, yeah, if you would yeah, like just to kind horny, of yeah, it's a horny, it's a horny account. <laughs> Absolutely, it is. If you like, don't like. No, I don't know. No, it's, it's very libidinal. <laughs> but also, yeah, there's a bunch of stupid retarded memes in there too. Like, I don't, fun. I don't really mind. I grew up exactly. Uh, I'm a very much a product of the late '80s and the '90s, and I believe. Um, uh, we need to go back to those eras of uh, just so much tits and guns. I know, like, so I miss that. Guns. Exactly. We have been so, like, desensitized. Sorry, I'm in my stairwell, but um, I hope Pussified. I'm not keeping you exactly. too long. It turned into a nation of giant pussies. The late 80s and 90s was where it's at. This makes me so mad that, like... Every movie needs a, a softcore porn sex scene where the woman is riding a man cowgirl style and has uh, very pointy nipples. That is a must. Oh, yeah. Because that was in every 90s movie, ever. And a few Xena episodes. Oh, no. I think it looks like she's outside. All right, well, thank you very much. Uh, like I said, we're already getting to the two-hour mark. Absolutely appreciate okay. it. Yeah, you were right. It's fine, it's fine. It was really fun talking to you. I'd love to do this again. No problem. Had a blast. Uh, exactly. Um, Vi. Yeah, I was calling you V in the intro, so I'll close it out by appropriating the right name, Vi. Uh, you've been an honor to oh, be a Very fun. It's, it's for Violet. Violet. Aw. Violet. That's a pretty name, Violet. Thanks. Yeah, I'm a flower. Exactly. You're a beautiful little Violet from Montana. And so, thank you very much, and uh, absolutely appreciate the content that you give out. Uh, like I said, we're, it's always an open invitation whenever you want to come on uh, to the Beyond Top Secret Texan podcast. I am your host from the Third Coast, the Beyond Top Secret Texan. Thank you very oh, much. Yeah. Uh, namaste and shalom for everyone out there in Dreamland. Uh, like I said, follow my Instagram if you haven't already. Check out the TikTok, both at Beyond Top Secret Texan. Um, you know, check out the YouTube channel, the Bond Beyond Top Secret Texan uh, podcast. You know how to do it. Uh, follow me, follow her. Thank you guys for your patience. Time is precious, and you know I appreciate more than anything you guys taking the time out of your day to listen to me and my guest. So Namaste, Shalom. God bless you guys and your families. Peace out. Namaste, Mwah.